Day 3 of Totus Tuus' Novena to St. Joseph With quotes from Blessed John Paul II's Apostolic Exhortation Redemptoris Custos When, soon after the Annunciation, Mary went to the house of Zechariah to visit her kinswoman Elizabeth, even as she offered her greeting, she heard the words of Elizabeth, who was filled with the Holy Spirit. Besides offering a salutation which recalled that of the angel at the Annunciation, Elizabeth also said, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. These words were the guiding thought of the encyclical Redemptoris Mater, in which I sought to deepen the teaching of the Second Vatican Council, which stated that the Blessed Virgin advanced in her pilgrimage of faith and faithfully preserved her union with her Son, even to the cross, preceding all those who follow Christ by faith. Now at the beginning of this pilgrimage, the faith of Mary meets the faith of Joseph. If Elizabeth said of the Redeemer's mother, Blessed is she who believed. In a certain sense, this blessedness can be referred to Joseph as well, since he responded positively to the word of God when it was communicated to him at the decisive moment. While it is true that Joseph did not respond to the angel's announcement in the same way as Mary, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took his wife. What he did is the clearest obedience of faith. One can say that what Joseph did united him in an altogether special way to the faith of Mary. He accepted as truth coming from God the very thing that she had already accepted at the Annunciation. The Council teaches, the obedience of faith must be given to God as he reveals himself. By this obedience of faith, man freely commits himself entirely to God, making the full submission of his intellect and will to God who reveals, and willingly assenting to the revelation given by him. This statement, which touches the very essence of faith, is perfectly applicable to Joseph of Nazareth. Therefore he became a unique guardian of the mystery, hidden for ages in God, as did Mary, in that decisive moment which St. Paul calls the fullness of time, when God sent forth his Son, born of woman, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. In the words of the Council, it pleased God in His goodness and wisdom to reveal Himself and to make known the mystery of His will. His will was that men should have access to the Father through Christ, the Word made flesh, in the Holy Spirit, and become sharers in the divine nature. 
Together with Mary, Joseph is the first guardian of this divine mystery. Together with Mary, and in relation to Mary, he shares in this final phase of God's self-revelation in Christ. And he does so from the very beginning. Looking at the Gospel texts of both Matthew and Luke, one can also say that Joseph is the first to share in the faith of the Mother of God, and that in doing so, he supports his spouse in the faith of the Divine Annunciation. He is also the first to be placed by God on the path of Mary's pilgrimage of faith. It is a path along which especially at the time of Calvary and Pentecost. Mary will proceed in a perfect way. The path that was Joseph's, his pilgrimage of faith, ended first, that is to say, before Mary stood at the foot of the cross on Golgotha, and before the time after Christ returned to the Father, when she was present in the upper room on Pentecost, the day the Church was manifested to the world, having been born in the power of the Spirit of Truth. Nevertheless, Joseph's way of faith moved in the same direction. It was totally determined by the same mystery, of which he, together with Mary, had been the first guardian. The Incarnation and Redemption constitute an organic and indissoluble unity in which the plan of revelation is realized by words and deeds which are intrinsically bound up with each other. Precisely because of this unity, Pope John XXIII, who had a great devotion to Saint Joseph, directed that Joseph's name be inserted in the Roman canon of the Mass which is the perpetual memorial of redemption, after the name of Mary, and before the apostles, popes and martyrs. Let us pray. May Saint Joseph, whom the Christian people invoke with trust, always guide the steps of God's family. May he especially help those who carry out the role of physical or spiritual fatherhood. May Mary, Joseph's virginal wife and mother of the Redeemer, accompany our prayer and intercede for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.